Lionsdown, phone 021-703-1950. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Voice of the Cape Drive Time it is. I'm Shafiq Morton. That's who I am. And this is the show coming up. Budget reactions. Budget reactions and then some more budget reactions. In between sports rap, corporate governance for Islamic NPOs. Hang in. Drive Time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Finance Minister Tito Mbaweni has delivered what has been one of the toughest budgets. We now chat to DA uh, Shadow Minister of Finance Gordon Hill Lewis on what the DA makes of Budget 2021. Gordon Hill Lewis, uh, welcome. Shopping is nice to be with you. Right. What do you make of the budget? Um, nothing like, betwe- like being between a rock and a hard place. Well, you know, Shafiq, I, I, I often speak with you on the radio, and you know that I'm always kind of measured and calm about these things. But I must tell you, I'm slightly shocked uh, in this budget because the minute, it's, it's almost like the tale of two budgets. The minister made a speech which didn't contain a lot of detail at all. But if you look in the actual budget book, the much more detailed publication that is published with the speech, you see some shocking things that that's uh, that social grant recipients will actually be getting less over the next three years. They will be getting paltry 0.5% increases this year, some, some of them 10 rand and 20 rand. Uh, there will be 27 cents extra in petrol on every litre of petrol, which means that That's the painful. and most vulnerable mm. will, will pay more for taxi fare, will pay more for bus fare, and of course will pay more for food. All of us will pay more for food as a result of that. So this picture starts to emerge of this of this budget that is very hard on the, on those who really can't afford it, and to the benefit of whom? Well, it's the usual suspects, I'm afraid. Shafik, it's it's ESCOM that gets 31 billion bailouts. It's SAA that gets 4.3 billion, and it's the Land Bank this time, the new the newcomer on the bailout block with another 7 billion. This is just morally repugnant i can't accept it it's it's crazy frankly yeah i think a lot of south african citizens feel that some of these seos soes should be just hung out and uh, dried in the uh, winds um what do you make of um the minister phrasing it this way personal tax brackets going Mm. up by five percent so in other words it looks like um uh, the sort of the, the parameters increase a little bit. Was that something constructive, or is that just fiddling with the balloon? No, no, that was constructive. And at first, I thought, well, that's great news. But then, of course, came the clangor about the petrol tax. So what you've got <laughs> is that yeah. people people earning big salaries get a little bit of tax relief out of this budget, and people who are spending most of their of their monthly income on public transport and food are paying more out of this budget. How is that fair? 
It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, as I say, that's why I use the analogy of a balloon. You squeeze it in one part, it goes to another part. It seems less in one part, but <laughs> the water's still in the balloon. Um, yeah. th- there was a, there's another interesting thing that, that um, I saw is slightly encouraging, and I'd like to see the details, and that's the issue of pension funds um, offering tax in, in, in inducements for people paying mm-hmm. pension funds. Surely, uh, in the long term, this is quite positive, because if people were to pay into pension funds, which many South Africans don't, that could actually relieve the fiscus a little bit. But this is not even medium term, this is long term. That does sound like positive news. I would need to check the detail. The you know the, the budget documents are thousands of pages long. Yeah, absolutely, so we have to yeah. Work through them. We have to work through them over the next few days in in fine detail. But I did see that announcement, and on the face of it, it looks positive. What do you What do you make of the um, infrastructure bill? He mentioned seven hundred and ninety one billion rand now. I'm not an economist, so uh, ten rand to me might be a lot. I mean, is that a yeah. meaningful amount? Were there meaningful announcements in terms of infrastructure development, which is one of the ways out of the hole? It certainly is, but I worry that that figure lacks credibility. You know, if if there was 790 billion rand in investment, I mean, that is a very meaningful amount. So that you know, there would be there would be cranes and bulldozers all over the place. We wouldn't be able to go anywhere without tripping over a bulldozer if if that was really being spent. Mm. So what I suspect is that they are you know being very generous with the way that they count that that money and it's probably over a very long pipeline so again that is the kind of thing that needs much more interrogation the minister also talked about something called zero based budgeting yes uh, greek to most people in the street what's meant by zero based budgeting Okay, well, in principle, it's a good idea. Basically, what happens in government is that if you got 100 rand last year, this year you just automatically get 105 rand, uh, you know, 100 rand plus inflation. And so budgets just tend to creep up without any assessment of what those departments are actually delivering. Do we get value for money? Uh, What do they do with these budgets? Uh, So zero-based budgeting is the idea that we take all the budgets back down to zero and you start again with justifying why you need that 100 rand, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we start from there. Now, that sounds like a great idea, and it is a great idea in principle. It's very difficult to implement in practice because government is enormous, it's vast, and we actually, believe it or not, have got very bad information about what, what gets spent in government and on what. So, for example, the minister said today that they have conducted – 30 spending reviews as part of the zero-based budgeting. I'm sure you heard that. Now, I've Mm. actually looked through those spending reviews. They published them on the website. And they are very, very poor. But a lot of them basically say, well, we couldn't find any information from the Department of uh, Land Affairs, for example, uh, as to how they spend their budget. And then they go to the Department of Housing and say the same. Well, we couldn't find any information on how. So, you know, the, the it's it's a it's a long process. It has to be done. I agree with it. It it, it must be done, but it's not going to be done uh, this month or this year. Even it will be a long term project. Uh, one thing that popped up, and there's so many things, um, although uh, it was a budget, I agree, sort of quite loose on detail. But he spoke about cross-border policing, and I'm kind of summarizing, but saying uh, 
that with a little bit of cross-border policing, they managed to rake in $2.5 billion for the fiscus, which I think is quite a graphic illustration of how leaky this country's been in terms of corruption. We know $2.5 oh, yes. billion is a drop, but it's still significant. Yes, absolutely. Look, I mean, you know, $2.5 billion sounds like a little bit of money, but I promise you if you do that in... in 10 or 15 places in government where there's so much waste and so much leakage, as you say, then all of a sudden you've got serious, serious amounts of money. Um, and so what, what I'm really pleased of is, uh, you know, in the detail, there's a big extra allocation to SARS, particularly for cross-border uh, policing mm. and, and better, better control at the border posts of what's coming in and out of our country. And I think that will help. Final comments. Uh, the minister, um, as I said, I'm describing the budget. My title for it is Throwing Hope to the Wind. And, <laughs> yes, very good. Um, he says our economy is expected to rebound 3.3% after our 7.2% contraction last year. How realistic do you think 3.3% is? Yes, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, I would answer to your title hope is not a strategy and and hope seems to be the minister's strategy uh he hopes for a for a quicker economic rebound and he hopes critically the whole budget rests on whether he can actually cut the public wage bill by as much as he says he's going to 300 billion rand that's an enormous amount of money but of course there's there's nothing to guarantee that outcome they still haven't even started negotiations with the public sector unions now if that hope doesn't come off then the budget is frankly out the window uh, so, so you know, the, absolutely, uh, hope is a big part of his plan, and, and I'm not sure that that's the best thing to rely on. Gordon Hill-Lewis, DA Shadow Minister of Finance, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you.